0: On InRadio, on Omni Studio and wherever you get your podcasts, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. Every once in a while, a revolutionary product comes along that changes everything. Did you have one of these? I did. The iPhone. The original iPhone. Launched in a blaze of Steve Jobs' alternative reality, it was an exciting rethink of how a smartphone could be. It didn't have any apps, those came later... But it was a fabulous device with a decent web browser, built-in Google Maps, Google's new acquisition, YouTube, and email. The iPhone was supposed to be an incredible threat for radio. Streaming radio stations through the iPhone would replace the FM radio, we were told. American radio executives stood up at conferences, waved their iPhones around, and declared that the future was the mobile phone. Well, it certainly changed things. The iPhone heralded a new era in connectivity and portable computing power. It's amazing to remember that the original iPhone wasn't even 3G. That came a year later. I don't think I had Wi-Fi at home until the iPhone came along. Why would I need it after all? I think my ADSL connection at home was still 512k. Today, the iPhone has been joined by Android phones, and the smartphone is now ubiquitous. We have high-speed mobile connections with 4G and LTE do forget live radio, live television is now available on the move. Public Wi-Fi hotspots are in almost every coffee shop and shopping mall. YouTube has grown to have almost every song ever recorded on it, and Spotify and podcasting have also appeared. And then there's Facebook and Twitter and all those social media networks sucking up our time and attention, all in part because of the iPhone. Now, the iPhone is 10 years old this month, so how horribly did it treat radio? With all this advancement in technology in the last 10 years, radio must be screwed, right? Why are we still bothering with it? Well, when the iPhone was launched in 2007, 91% of adults in the US listen to radio every week. Today, that figure, oh, it's bigger, 93%. Well, when the iPhone was launched in 2007, 90% of adults in the UK listened to radio every week. Today, that figure, oh, it's uh, 89%, it's nearly the same. Well, to the cube, or reach, that's only half the story, of course. Radio's doomongers say that while that remains stable, the time we spend with radio is collapsing, so... Over the last 10 years, total time spent listening to radio, well, it has dropped. In diary markets in the US, so that we can compare like with like, listening is down by about 20%. And in the UK, total listening is down by 8%. So... People are still listening to the radio in roughly the same numbers as before, and after all this incredible change, after we've put every single song ever released in the hands of our audience, we've massively increased the amount of distraction with social media, and we've changed media consumption forever, we've still kept 80% or more of time people spend with radio. As we move into an even more uncertain future, it's worth reminding ourselves how resilient radio is and how, even with all this new technology, radio continues to survive and thrive. Music for this episode is from Lee Rosefear. I do a very good newsletter each week, which you should get from my website, james.crid.land. And I also curate the media.info slash daily. That's a daily email with media news. If you get that, by the way... If you click the My Settings link at the bottom, you can change it to being weekly now. A man called Chris asked, so I coded that yesterday. And until next time, keep listening.